Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Rob Sitch. Good morning, Australia. Welcome aboard. It's me, Tony Martin. Had Cavalier has finished his breakfast. <laughs> Almost. Morning, Tony. He's ready to go and around, if you would, for Rob Sitch. Thank you. Thank you. You always attract good audience. <laughs> we attract a very fine quality of fake audience. Uh, every time I have to introduce you on something, Rob, I always feel the temptation to use a phrase that was uh, used in the old TV week to describe you, the medico of mirth. You remember when you were the, the medico? They found out that you were a doctor and for years right. you were the medico of mirth. I was reminded the other day of a, of a story, you know, an after-dinner anecdote, can yes. I put it that way? Let's have it. So feel free to change channels right now. <laughs> Here it comes. I'll give you the short version. I was actually an intern at a country hospital. Yes. And I got a call and they said uh, it was quite a busy time and uh, various people had decided to take on, you know, various animals and bulls and fallen off yes. <laughs> fences and things. And I was really under the weather. And someone said, Rob, someone's ringing from Sydney and they're very, very urgent. And I, I might get the soap opera wrong, but it was the casting director of a country practice right. <laughs> who, said, who said, we would really, really, we're serious about this, we would really like you to play the new doctor <laughs> Is that right? in a country practice. I think it was the new doctor. And I said, look, I, I'm kind of busy right now. But <laughs> being an actual doctor. <laughs> being an actual doctor. And, and the person, I think, fair enough, quite rightly pointed out uh, that I didn't understand the opportunity that was being offered to me. <laughs> wow. Was it, which role was it, do you remember? I think it was the doctor, the new doctor in the, right. in the practice. And, and literally, it was one of those ones where I said, I said I'm sorry, I, I'm going to have to pass it up right now because I was literally flat out. So she probably thought of, to this day, I'm the, the rudest bloke. I've passed up the golden oh, opportunity. Uh, yeah. You could have been, because was it Nick Buffalo from The Degeneration? He was the vet, Tony. Oh, he was the vet. Yeah. But all I remember You was weren't it. concentrating in the 80s, <laughs> were you? I was dazzled by the opening titles where he threw a stick across a lake. <laughs> just, for four years, he was just piffing a stick. Nick, across, Nick oh. told me a story once where they, he was, this is a, for people that, that weren't born then, quite possibly, it was, it was a country practice set yeah. in the country. I don't yeah. even remember the name of the town. No. Of Happy Wanda Valley. Valley. Thank you, Smooth Bear. bear. <laughs> and Nick was the vet in the early days. He was trying to do the right thing. And they'd sedated a horse. And, and his line was, <laughs> yeah. his line was, don't worry, the grogginess will pass. He'll get up on his feet before, in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the sedative wore off really, really quickly before right. they started. They went, action, the horse is running around like a rodeo. <laughs> and he's grabbing onto its tail going, don't worry, the grogginess will wear off. They often had to do that with Gordon Piper. <laughs> but um, now, look, you know, what is it? So are you technically still a doctor? Well, technically, yes. I don't... Yeah. I don't um, Practice. I, I think people do say that with mirth now. Right. But, um, <laughs> but I think, you know, you do anything for eight years. You, yeah. you sort of... Uh, you're in prison for eight years. You have a certain fondness for the... <laughs> look, I, I don't know if you want to tell this story on here, and we were, certainly won't name the hospital that you were working at, but you once told me about a bloke who was like a surgeon at the hospital you were working at who had a museum. You remember this? Uh, he had a museum in a cupboard, a secret cupboard at the hospital of things he'd removed from people's asses. <laughs> do you remember telling me this? That's right. And after every removal, he'd have to say, do you mind if I hang on to this for the museum? Do you remember that? I do. I do. There's a sort of a, 
I think medicos, there's, I don't know which attracts what, but yeah. medicos are collectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a kind of a bizarre world, you know, yeah. sort of. I reckon when medical people watch Hannibal Lecter, they go, what's wrong? What's everyone doing? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Hannibal? What's, what's wrong with him? It's just a guy that's just gone yeah. off the rails a little. <laughs> that's right. Yes, no, they, they, that's, there's a fascination with that yeah. subject in, in, in medicine. And you, more, more with the excuses. Do you remember the story uh, yeah. about the hammer? I remember the... St- no, I thought you were about the guy that shot himself and I went in to no. see him and he goes, Sitchy, how are you? <laughs> to which I answered, great, how are you? <laughs> Look, the story, you, I don't know whether you're just reluctant to tell it or you've forgotten it. You told me a bloke had gone into that hospital with a hammer up his ass. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the surgeon had... I don't know how that had happened. He fell over in the shower while yeah. doing carpentry. <laughs> Happens every day. And that the the doctor had taken the hammer out and said, look, do you mind if I have this for the museum? <laughs> That's right. And the bloke said, do you remember what he said? Something of, to, of, about its value, I think it he was. He went, no, I've, no, you can't have it. It's part, part of, of a, a set. set. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there you go. No, you can't have it. It's part of a set. That's right. We're not breaking any patient-doctor confidentiality, oh, are we? He knows who I, he is. I don't know. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people in this town. I don't think this radio announcer patient confidentiality. <laughs> uh, well, we're down in the gutter, and that's where we like to be. Will you stick around for the whole hour, Rob <laughs> Just to apologise. That's <laughs> <laughs> Billy Idol and his white wedding. Yeah. Here at Get This on Triple M. Rob Sitch is with us. Rob, have you been following the fortunes of Silvio Berlusconi, the... Has he left the presidential palace yet? What is the story yet? Is uh, yeah, he's 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 conceded the election, but there's a, a sort of caretaker period. Now, normally the new prime minister would usher that in, but the president has asked Berlusconi to stay on oh. to usher. Usher in the government, he's not part of. Right, he's not saying much. He's remaining tight-lipped uh, <laughs> himself. <laughs> Mr Berlusconi, renowned for his verbal excesses, domination of the media, colossal wealth, unfeasibly tight face, insanely white teeth <laughs> and unconvincing terracotta <laughs> complexion. <laughs> you see, I just I think have, uh, yes. if you see that colour orange, I'm now just calling it Berlusconi. Berlusconi. <laughs> I, I was amazed someone said today Berlusconi after five years is... Was he Prime Minister or President? Uh, he was the prime, prime minister. minister. Okay, yeah. five years. He's the longest-serving prime minister in fifty years. <laughs> yeah, right. he is. Yeah. And the by some distance as well. And he likes a bit of blue talk as well. Mm-hmm. Their Tonight Show hosts last longer than their their <laughs> prime ministers, don't <laughs> they, they? They do. And they're but they're not as orange. Uh-huh. Look at that wall. We're going to have it completely done in Berlusconi. Oh, it'd be lovely. It'll be look nice. He's hey. um he's he's constantly renovating though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's um every time I look at him, there's a. Oh, I don't know. It's not Botox, is it? Or if it is, it's there's a sort of administered a, with a sandblast. There's something around the back. They just <laughs> it's like chemical. It's like chemical Titan. straightening for your hair. That's for your right. Face, I, I had you know? a pair of ski boots that had that <laughs> had that attachment. Uh, are you infected, uh, Doctor Sitch, with Logie fever? Lo- it- I, look, I I am. Is it I, I am. Someone mentioned the other days. When when did you first go? And it was like um, it was it was oh God, about 16, 17 years ago, and we were driving up in a taxi. Jane and I, and we thought we were on radio, and literally yes. we just knew there was that red carpet. There's nothing worse than walking up red carpet and just hearing, Who are they? Who are they? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <Who's> that? <laughs> and so we said to the taxi driver, Look, can you just stop here? And the guy turned around us with a with a dead face and said, All my life I've been waiting to drive up to red carpet. Oh, <laughs> and we've gone, and you'd think that would have softened us, but it didn't. Oh, and then, dear, <laughs> so you can dear. still go, we'll just get out. Yes. <laughs> and then we walked up, and we, we, we had the table. We were being nominated for a, a film clip we did quite right. a few years back. Which one? I, uh, it was five in a row. Yes. Oh, but we were right. up against Kylie Minogue and at her peak of her powers, and 
Locomotion? And, up, which one were you up against? Oh, yeah, I, I think it was, it was Locomotion, and, and our clip had a send-up of Locomotion, and <laughs> I think that served us right. And uh, we, we were shown to our table. And you know that, you know in any function, there's one table that they had right at the end? Yeah. Preceded by the phrase, do you reckon we can squeeze one oh, more Oh, and sadly, that's usually the one they give to Pete Smith. <laughs> right. Pete told me he was in the corridor last year. <laughs> and and also, all night, my view was of the, you know, the swing doors as the, uh, as the, as the chicken snitchels come out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number 47, your Logie is ready. And I whispered across. I said to Jane, like, I have a suspicion we're not going to win today. Oh. <laughs> was it Kylie? Did she win? Yeah, she was. She, but she wasn't there, which would sort of added no. to the insult. Someone told me, I haven't confirmed this in the record book, someone told me that that single we did five in a row was the second highest selling Australian single of the year. I'm sure that's wrong, but someone, Michael Gadinsky, told me that. Why, right. why would he lie? Was it second highest single, second highest ka-single? I was very, it, it killed on the ka-single charts. And I went, I'm thinking, oh, second highest, that's pretty impressive. What was number one? And he goes, uh, that'll be Say Goodbye by Indecent Obsession. Uh, <laughs> sort of, I bought that. Oh, I bet yeah. you did. I held the, uh, the honour of being the the last, <laughs> the last mature male to buy a Kasingle. Yeah. Kasingle. You used to love the Kasingles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, if Nickelback if it was still putting out Kasingles, I'd be buying them. But you were the guy who I remember spent years telling me how beta was a superior format. It was. You get up on the beta high horse. You go, and it, technically it was because it went faster. That's right. So it was actually. But you were yeah. still telling me this when there was just Dirty Dancing and <laughs> Patrick Swayze's <laughs> Roadhouse. Beta. <laughs> <laughs> how to use your beta. They were the last three cassettes in the in the grotto. I know we've moved on to DVD now, but yeah. if you cast your mind back to video cassettes, beta... Yeah. And I don't, and it is a little bit of a sore point. You're still going to defend beta? We've still got the machine. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, but what it does is it loads, it really? fast forwards really, you're glazing over now, aren't you? It fast forwards no, what? Really quickly. Really quickly. It, it jogs and shuttles really quickly. I tell you where VHS and beta have it over DVD, and that is being able to fast forward through the copyright warnings. Oh. Don't you hate that? Oh. I, I, you know, I don't, I think everybody that's had a child will know this, is pointing out to a child that it's illegal to show <clears throat> high five on an oil rig. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon once. <laughs> oh, look, I have done. If you uh, if you want to find it in the one dollar bin, the bad eggs DVD. I insisted till I was blue in the face to Village Roadshow. I said you've got to make it so you can just, you go. just go straight through the copyright. I we we put our copyright warning at the back. We oh, said why should it yeah. necessarily? Yeah. I mean, I think we pointed it out enough, uh, and it, it doesn't seem to be working in China. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> they love the castle in China, do they? <laughs> Well, it's just everyone that goes to a market comes in with the, you know, you you read the the, the movie listings and uh, yeah. I'm like, I see Inside Man and you go to a market and it's... Yeah, it's, that's right. It's already used. It's Blake's got it. I went to, in New York, I went to the opening day of Jackie Brown in 1998. Oh, right. I love Jackie Brown. And I come out of the cinema and it was the opening session on the opening day and we come out and there's a bloke with a table of Jackie Brown out the wow. front. Wow. And I'm just looking, and the logo was kind of wrong. Yes. I think Jackie was spelt wrong. Uh. And then we hear sirens approaching, and the guy just lifts up the whole table, just hinges <laughs> up into his coat. He closes his <laughs> coat around and just runs off up the street. I was in Queensland once, and I was about to buy a DVD, and it had that mark of quality. The price was in Rupaya. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. Uh, look, we've got so much more to talk about, and we're going to do that next on Get This. Triple M. Um, 
everything. I'm not that so. Veronica's here at Get This on Triple M. Rob Sitch is sitting in with us. The Logies. I just uh, got to go back. There's a great thing in the paper. Do you remember when Mickey Rooney came out to the Logies? Yes. It was in yes. 1988. It was yeah. one of the greatest live moments of television I've ever seen. He's done this moving tribute to Bert Newton. And he said, And I would like to thank my wonderful and very dear, dear friend, Bert Winston. Oi. <laughs> Winston. He was obviously right. trying to remember the name That's of right. someone Winston. who he'd been assured was his very good friend. Did you see when, uh, when Mel Brooks came out and, uh, and Eddie McGuire was hosting or had some kind of thing, something to do with it, and Eddie McGuire made a joke? And Mel Brooks goes, hey, wow, that's the first decent joke this guy's made all night. Oh, <laughs> the whole place that, went up. Mel wrong. Brooks is doing that. <laughs> yeah. You're getting heckled by your own special guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we need more American guests, don't we? It's yeah. a slightly glazed expression when they've gone. You can see the calculation in the head. Was a week on the Barrier Reef worth this? <laughs> that's right. But here's a challenge for you. What you should do is, this is what I like to do with friends of mine, is you tape the Logies, mm -hmm. you wait one year, and then you show someone the special guest from overseas and see if they can recognise who it is and wow. no one ever gets it. Who was the guy from Murphy Brown? There you go. I remember one year it was the guy from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> really? <laughs> Mr. Was it Mr. Cooper? I probably wasn't. It's All just right. the guy from... <laughs> it's just the guy, the guy from, from... And the girl from uh, ER came out too. Right. Her, the girl from she's ER. She's great. I love... She's much better than the girl from St. Elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> who, is, who's, who is it this year? Who's the special oh, the girl, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Oh, right. Well, she's mm. been heard of. Well, the other mm. week it was, wasn't it the girl from CSI? SCV? Oh, yes, it was. Sorry. Right. It was, oh, what was it? it Last was, year it was her. Last year the, the, the blonde lady from CS somewhere or Solving crime. Yeah. It's the solving crime. <laughs> yeah. I think we are going to say CSIRO Miami. <laughs> what would that be a good show? What would it be? Just examining livestock. And examining mangroves for an hour. <laughs> Uh, what about Beaconsfield? What is? Uh, do we have any news from Beaconsfield? Please tell us if something terrible's happened and we'll just stop this conversation. Well, there's a special occasion tonight because Thank God You're Here is the only program not coming live from Beaconsfield. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure somehow Borny will be standing in front <laughs> yeah. of that mining equipment. Well, I heard. I actually heard that when they do, the, what is it, 48 hours now? And right. they're going to get them out and then Gretel Clean debriefs them. <laughs> oh. and then they go, stop me if I... <laughs> <laughs> Last night, did you see the end of Current Affair? Who's hosting Current Affair at the moment? Grimshaw. She's just standing there winding up the show and they've just turned the lights off on her. She's just done it in <laughs> complete right? darkness. Just a silhouette for the last... And all you could see was a miner's light. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know, normally when you, if, if you're a reporter, you've got to adopt the dress of the locale oh, you're in. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I'm surprised that no one's <laughs> <laughs> gone the miner's light. Oh, they'll be doing that. To, they'll all have miner's lights tonight. But do we, do we want to find out what is actually Love going on? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, cross live now to somebody. It's now more than a week since Brent Webb and Todd Russell became trapped deep within the Beaconsfield gold mine. Today it became clear their ordeal is far from over. Yeah, look, getting them to the surface is comparatively easy. Getting them through that wall of reporters, that could take days. Even if the pair do survive the initial rescue, the path to freedom is blocked by 12 solid metres of print, television and radio media. Hundreds of newsreaders and photographers from all over the mainland, and even if they make it past them all. Experts are quick to point out there's still Naomi Robson. Yeah, if you look at this diagram, Naomi could be waiting here, she could be over here, she could jump out from behind this retaining wall. I mean, it's really too early to say. The one metre by two metre steel cage will provide the men with limited protection from Naomi, but even if they make it past her, 
their nightmare will still be far from over. Well, can you imagine what these guys are about to be put through? There'll be bloody inspirational montages, slow motion. Can you imagine the music they're going to be subjected to? There'll be a bloody Shannon Knoll song, just you wait. And even if they survive the inspirational montages and Shannon Knoll song, their horrific ordeal may still be far from over. Mate, you've got your Mike Munro, you've got your Australian story, You've got Ray Martin. Oh, mate, don't say that. They're still down there. Surely he'll be doing a special. Yeah, mate, these guys have got families. Don't go saying that. And even if the potential two-and-a-half-hour Ray Martin special, whose title rescuers confidently predict will be Shaft of Hope, fails to materialise, the psychological trauma could take years to heal. Who knows what these guys are in for? I mean, do you remember what Stuart Diver had to go through? Mm. That Mm. telly movie where he was played by bloody Craig McLaughlin? Yes. You don't get over something like that. In a hurry. And so, as the suspense continues to grow, rescue teams have accelerated construction of the two-metre boring machine they hope will be able to push through the impenetrable wall of reporters. In response, Channel 9 have sent over their own two-metre boring machine, Richard Carlton. Get this. We don't expect it to get any better. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. As long as I have been in radio, mm-hmm. I have been saying that was Brian Adams with the summer of 69. Here at Triple M, I'll get this. Where, where's that dog? Summer of 69. That was, it was actually, it was a bit like uh, when George Orwell wrote 1984. <laughs> Adams wrote that in 1952, didn't Oh, he? look, it's a fine piece of music, but I mean, we've heard enough about that first real six string. I just think we have. <laughs> Leave it. Move on, Adams. Okay. Pretty sweet six string. Uh, what else? We've got a dog here that evacuates itself whenever mm-hmm. that song is played. We must get that dog in here. Yeah. But during this show. Uh, Keith Richards seems to have disappeared from his hospital. By the way, Rob Sitch is uh, kindly yeah. joining mm-hmm. us for the hour. Mm-hmm. I did observe. Who, who actually climbed the tree to get the coconuts? Well, th- this is what you keep hearing on the news. The 62-year-old grandfather suffered concussion after falling out of a tree and later having a jet ski accident while at a resort <laughs> in Fiji. Falling out of what he's constantly described as a, fi- a five-metre tree... Uh. And then having a jet ski accident. Well, he fell onto a jet ski and, that, and it took off. It was a Mica jet ski. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was transferring him. It's, um, you'd wonder, if you were the mother, you'd wonder if he's ever going to grow up, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, Keith Richards' mother. What, she must have some explaining to do. Surely with their wealth they can hire someone to get the coconut net. <laughs> well, Ronnie Woods was up there. That's an invention. Yeah. Invention. I... Someone told me. Inventions. Do you want to talk about that, Rob? I'd love to. All right, let's hear the... uh... Talk back, Mountain. Let's do inventions because there's this new show coming called Australian Inventor. But what were you going to say? Oh, I was was going to say, when I was in Fiji once, someone pointed out that you've actually got to get the coconuts down because of a coconut that, you know, weighs three kilos and falls from... Yeah, you know, 30 feet onto your head kills you. You're right. Mm, and right. so I think someone said that more people die from coconuts than lightning. I don't know whether that's, <laughs> right. that's the Guinness Book of Records. Check that. But so Keith was protecting people's well-being. That's what he was doing. He was not. Oh, okay. no, he's not, Ed. He was... Uh, <laughs> as, as I, think, I think the official term is Skylark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, as Greg Fleet said the other day, he was looking for the gear. <laughs> I, you know when you talk about inventions, occasionally something mm. will occur to me and I go, why hasn't someone thought yes. of that? Yes. But I make the mistake of asking someone in an appropriate shop, Has, have, have you ever heard of you know it, i don't know if you floss your teeth but what do you do with floss afterwards you, yeah it's a kind of an annoying yeah uh, it's, sticky it's, hand. it's an icky yeah. and and i thought why doesn't someone make a, a floss cassette where you put the floss back into it <laughs> and it winds back on mm-hmm. you know a bit like the beta machine but it winds back on 
back into itself. See, you're giving me the exact expressions the chemist gave me. No, I like this. The <laughs> floss cassette. Then what do we do with it? Oh, then we just chuck the whole well, cassette out. The, you've got floss right, all over the yeah, shop. Yeah, that's and true. Do you want to hear my second one? Yeah. This, these are good. I do. See, this is the Because I'm not I've sold had. on the first one, to be honest. Well, that's why I went involved. into a chemist. I said, has anyone invented a proper floss? Okay, I'll use big words. A floss disposal unit. <laughs> there well, you now you're getting somewhere. Now it's marketing <laughs> itself. <laughs> What's At your other F- one? FDU. <laughs> I, you know, when you get on a plane, you've got a computer. They've yes. all got power outlets now, but you, you, your power would go after two hours on the way to London and then you right. have a computer. I said, does Apple or anyone come up with a battery pack, like a big oh, battery pack? Wow, and and oh, see, see, that's the, that's the exact yeah. tone. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a good invention when you hear, oh, no, 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 no one's never. And he didn't seem keen in any way to follow oh, up on right, it. It right. was, well, it was just good, like, do you want an iPod? <laughs> or, or, or do you want to leave the store? But these are good ideas. That's well, a great that, that the battery pack one. I mean, that's a great idea. No, no, was, yeah, but or okay. Well, if I think of a really good a battery disposed, no, oh, I wait. just need big words. Yeah. Don't I? I was pushing an auxiliary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, an auxiliary uh, battery. Battery. You need pack. Marketing. It's got to end with pack. Support marketing. system. Oh yeah, we need some marketing fusion. people to come in and give that idea some sizzle. Some sizzle. <laughs> That's, that's a word I hear around here a lot. Mate, you, your promos need a bit more sizzle. Well, Some cut through. <laughs> cut through, there it is. Uh, inventions are... Okay. Look, I invented a delicious dessert. What was that? Uh, I, ice cream, Neapolitan, no, chip, no, no chalk chips or anything in it. Uh, three Tim Tams placed strategically as in as, in as much as a, of corners as they can be in a round bowl in the microwave. Delicious. My it, expression now is the exact yeah. expression I gave on the floss disposal unit. You gave me. Did you notice how I just that? Just want you to know that it didn't get a. Mm. Look, all I'm saying is try it. Don't yeah. don't don't, don't knock it till you tried it. I was pushing one for years in the '80s, and it was tea bags with the sugar already in them. Isn't and that a good so, idea? Someone someone came yes. up with tea bags with the milk in them. Now what happened was I told everyone in comedy this. And everyone in comedy would go, hey, that's it. I would laugh and then go, hang on, that's quite good. Like a one with one sugar, one with one and a half, oh, yeah. one with two. And then it showed up. And I'm not suggesting. I mean, they could have oh, come yes, up. Yes, you are. With, <laughs> it showed up on an episode of Colin Carpenter. Oh. <laughs> and, and you know who came up with it that's in the show? Home. Colin Carpenter. And I'm going, gee, that's, that's a good idea you've come up with in Colin Carpenter's, you know, co-op. <laughs> That's, so, that, that, I don't know. so it's picked its water finds its own level, Tony. <laughs> and I noticed it didn't have any. <laughs> but what is this show? It's coming. It's from the makers of uh, American Idol, uh, which of course we have Australian Idol. They've had this huge new spin-off called American Inventor, and uh, Channel Nine has apparently paid an enormous amount of money for the rights to do Australian Inventor. Keep in mind, ten paid about, according to the Melbourne Age, about fifteen million bucks for the first American Idol series. Wow! Twenty million for the second, and uh, is rumoured to have paid close to twenty-five million for the X Factor. (laughs) Whoops! Oh, but listen to this on the show, which is like topping the ratings in America. American Inventor Uh, ideas presented so far include gourmet lipstick, a portable gym, an ultra hygienic toilet lid and a crylingual doll that speaks and cries in multiple languages. <laughs> that's great. Nine ch- uh, finalists... Oh, no, that's... Sorry, I thought I meant Channel 9 finalists. No, the nine finalists mm-hmm. are then given 50 grand to refine their ideas and viewers vote for uh, the inventor that gets the cash. Can you, can, you, can you read those three inventions again? I'm just going to throw one in at the end. Uh, gourmet lipstick. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Portable gym. Mm-hmm. Ultra hygienic toilet. And a floss disposal unit. Wait, <laughs> hold the phone. I like the floss cassette. <laughs> okay, floss cassette. Yeah, I like okay. the cassette as well. Floss cassette is good. Just singles. Because the floss is single. <laughs>
<laughs> is that topping the ratings in America? Is it? Uh, yes. Let me just see. The two-hour premiere was the number one show of its night. I read a... Have we got time to... Uh, this is one of my after-dinner anecdotes. I, I read something the other day that American Idol only got on in America. It right. had been pitched at every network, right? Even right. twice, it was it was rating through the roof in England, yes. and still they wouldn't buy it. And finally, Rupert Murdoch's daughter rang up Rupert Murdoch and said, "This show's fantastic. You've got to get it on your network." Right. And Rupert Murdoch ran up, rang up his people, and, go, and they said, uh, "We're still looking into it." And <laughs> Rupert Murdoch said. Don't look into it. Buy the thing. Wow. wow. And, and someone said he didn't want to do it, and then Rupert Murdoch touched a button on his chest, and the bloke started choking. <laughs> I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's a great invention right there, the Darth Vader chest button. There you go. Yes, yes. Is it, how is this for the listeners? We want to Yeah, I want to talk. Let's have a chat about what they've invented. Yeah, it doesn't or an have idea. to be some big fancy invention. It yeah. could just oh. be an idea, a yeah. way of walking. Like like Ed had a great idea the other day, skipping. Skipping's a great way to get around, Rob. It's very manly and it's uh, very energy um, yeah. co- conservational. Yeah. I heard that the kangaroos movement is one of the most economical <laughs> and that someone invented yeah. shoes on the basis oh. of the kangaroo. Yeah, oh, I've worn them. And they're good? Unreal. Really? Yeah, hard to stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> so this is what we're looking for. Shoes that are hard to stop. <laughs> Any okay. idea? You don't have to have patented it or tried it out. It can just be anything at all, an invention of oh, yes. own devising. Give us a call here at Talkback Mountain. Rob Sitch is going to be judging. Um, there is no prize. <laughs> One triple three five three. Triple M. And we're back. It's Triple M. That'd be the river live. Wolf. They've reformatted the show again, so we now we have to get like all our calls just in one song, and it's quite suspenseful. It's quite exciting. But Maddie did uh, bring in the dog. I think uh, we have. Here we go. It's a bit of Brian Adams. Let's see if the dog responds. <laughs> oh. That's very unpleasant. That's deeply unpleasant. Thanks, Matty. I think we are, with the assistance of Dr. Rob Sitch, we are attempting to climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Inventions. Now, a lot of people have been pointing out there is already a show like Australian Inventor. Mm. Uh, of course, the new inventors on the, the ABC. Inventors, yeah. and they get a Good lot show. Of, but it's that thing where you need the name. It's like, remember how yeah. Channel 10 paid a fortune for Big Brother when they seem to have forgotten that only about two years earlier they'd done a show called House from Hell. Remember with Andrew oh, yes. Dennis? Yes, yes. And that was just Big Brother. Yes. But they obviously had to pay all that money just to be able to call it Big Brother. No sizzle. People, no sizzle. <laughs> no House sizzle. from Hell, no sizzle. <laughs> Floss disposal unit. <laughs> Floss, no, the Floss, Floss cassette. cassette. I love Sorry. the What about Floss Cassingle? Any, is that going to get... No. I'm going to bring the Floss cassette out in beta and... <laughs> <laughs> It'll be much faster in beta. Uh, we've got some inventors on the line. I'm no, not quite no, sure yeah. what order we're... I we're think it's Michael first. Okay. Michael, you th- oh, no, Colin. No, Michael. Yep. Michael, how you doing, mate? Hey, good. Good. What, do you, what have you got for us? Uh, it's an iPod bike helmet. Oh, yeah. The iPod bike helmet. And what, what's the purpose of that? Well, so kids will wear the helmet. Ah, to make them wear the helmet. Oh, that's so they've got an iPod thing. in there and it's, they can just listen to all their music while they're riding around. Yeah. What, but that might make them not hear, like, uh, the, the, the blaring of a car horn before they get hit, though. Ah, uh, that's probably a good thing. Uh, yeah. uh, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds with one stone, apparently. There you go. In, in the film The Castle, we made the sun an inventor. And we actually invented an invention. It was a it was a bicycle helmet with a built built in brake light. Uh-huh. No, that's I, at right. the time, I actually thought idea. that's not a bad. Invention. I see it around, Rob. 
Oh. Living in the city, a lot of people riding bikes. At yeah. night, I, I, I see that. They have a brake light or a light? It, yeah. I think it might be. Oh, no, yeah. No, see, you got me there. No, no, see, a lot, no, of, yeah, a lot of people are buying. No, my bad. The, <laughs> Jerry, the Kerrigans went one level extra. <laughs> a lot of people are buying jousting poles as well since that film came out. Okay, that's the that's not a bad Thanks, idea. Michael. Who that's, have we got next? Colin. Colin, you there, mate? Yeah, mate. What do we got? Uh, I invented the automatic toilet seater putter upper. Wait, you, oh. have you actually done it? Yeah. Oh, well done. Give them a round. How does it work? Uh, it's pretty much, you know, the pedal-style bin. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when you're hammered, you can just stand on the pedal and <laughs> aim away and you're all you're all in. It's all done. You're all in. There you go. <laughs> I'm all in. Well, we've got the phrase yeah. for the box. Yeah. Uh, when you're hammered, aim away and you're all in. And we could get the people from the <laughs> world, the WPT Challenge. We could get Mike Sexton from the World Poker Tour yeah. to say, I'm all in. We could have Gary Busey saying, I'm all in. Just... Urinating on a poker table. That's, that's got sizzle. Cut through. That's hey, does it, uh, Colin, when people come to your house and see it, are they like amazed? Ah, uh, well, no, but they've sort of seen it all before. I'm a bit of an <laughs> old hack at these inventing things. What else you got? Is it hydraulic? Ooh. No, it's just a <laughs> it's just pe- like a bin, bin pedal, like a pedal bin, okay, pretty much. Pretty simple. Pinched from a pedal bin, put. <laughs> and I love, I love how you've called it the putter upper up. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's it's like the floss cassette. Don't add too much yeah, fancy language. Yeah. Just call it the putter upper up. Nah, up. Right. Well, I can't think of any other way to put her it. <laughs> <laughs> to put her it up. <laughs> Correct. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, who, Colin. Who have we got next? Uh Brad. Braddy there. How are you guys? Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. Oh, look, I was just thinking of the cruel irony. Had Channel 9 invented that show about the inventions, then they would have saved themselves millions. Ah, that's true. <laughs> I'm working on this. I haven't got it quite right, but you were talking about kids before, Rob. The one bane of our existence is the lost remote control. Yes. Oh, so true. I would love to have a button on the telly that you push and your remote oh, control beeps wherever it is. That's right. right. I mean, is there not something kind of like that, or am I, have I seen that on The Simpsons or something? No, um, I'm hoping you've only seen it on The Simpsons. No. Yeah, no, I don't, don't know that it exists. Oh, it does. What do you? Our producer Nikki is gesturing. What do you say, Nikki? There's something like that to find your keys. Oh, to find your keys, oh, and true. obviously, the, and the phone as well. I always use that one. Oh, yeah, I, the phone. Well, it's always it works the same principle as the phone. When you've got the handset in the lounge room and the, you push the button and it beeps, so you know where it is. I think that's a great. Do it for the remote. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. And the other one would be the uh, thing that searches out the Turkish delight in a box of assorted chocolates. <laughs> no. I hate the Turkish delight, and it, could there be one in a box of four hundred, and I'll get it. You just need like a Geiger counter. Yep. <laughs> a rose water counter. Very nice. Doctors but used to put them through MRI machines <laughs> just to find them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that before or after they pulled a hammer out of a bloke's ass? Sorry, that's going to be baffling if you've just tuned in. Yeah. I read the other day somebody was using that, using these high-tech imaging systems to, yeah. you know, how, how there's often um, competitions where there's letters underneath the... The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So like, use the high-tech systems to God. win a fridge or something. <laughs> to, right. to rig the Willy Wonka <laughs> golden ticket competition. Do you remember when they uh, did, when um, I think one of the fast food chains was doing Scrabble? Yes. And yeah. there was a, a, a big trade in buying, selling, yeah, and yeah. buying like the, the letters that you needed to win That's the trip right. and stuff. Wow. The, yes, yes, the X's. Trades yeah, in the oh, X's and Q's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anything on this segment is legal, but we're going to forge on. <laughs> uh, who else have we got? Ed, well, that's, it. That, that's, that's it. it. That's it with the inventors. Yeah, I want to say thanks to Brad who was last. That was awesome. Yeah, no, all good stuff. And the putter upper. The putter yeah. upper. That was a gold one. And the floss cassette, the tea bag with the sugar already in it. I'm going to be pushing that one. What about the one. dessert? Delicious dessert. No, Ed. Yeah. <sighs> 
that's just what happened to the people when they when they pitched Vionetta. This is this is the same kind of treatment they got. And look, look what a winner that was. <laughs> okay, I think that was Talkback Mountain. Get this. Experts say working in pairs has a lot to do with their survival. For census one two three four on Triple M. That'd be your violent femmes. Mm, like a bit of that. Bliss, catchy. Blister in the sun, which I think that's catchy, which Tom, uh, sorry, Tim mentioned. Pardon me. Tom mentioned I was going to go. I went to New Zealand just for a moment. Tom Minchon. <laughs> uh, he told us that's still the number one request yeah. if you're in a cover band. Yep. Blister in the sun never goes off. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Rob Sitch, for sticking around for the entire hour. Thank God you're here. That'd be on tonight, wouldn't it? On tonight. Doing Fair quite well. It's uh, No, it is. It's uh, It's... Channel 10 don't know what to do with themselves. At the moment. <laughs> they don't know how to... I don't think they've, they've won the ratings in a decade. Yeah, that's right. They've actually won the ratings. Yes. Since the Commonwealth Games, the last time they won the ratings. And it's not a show where they've had to take the word American off and staple the word Australian over the front. <laughs> <laughs> it actually seems seems to be an original idea. No, I know. It's a, it's a slightly, slightly uncomfortable <laughs> position that we're in. No, we're, good 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 group tonight too. Sean McAuliffe. Yes. Akmal Sali. Julia oh, yep. Zamiro. Right. And a boy you know, Alan Bro. Oh, Alan Bro. He'll be good for that. Look, I've enjoyed everyone you've had on, but the real discovery for me has been Angus Sampson. Yes, he's... Um, How funny is that guy? He's, he's, and he's also a bit... He's almost like he's got done a martial arts degree in, <laughs> in something. He's, like, very composed, and then yes. it all comes out of this quite composed, yeah. thoughtful mm. person. Yeah. No, he's a real... He's a star. He's, he's a name dropper, though. Wonderful. He's just coming in telling us stories about Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> 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 Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And he has a tiny wife called Lady Ferrigno. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Uh, do we get to all the big stories? I think we did. Oh, Is there any more? Have you got anything on your anything. little no, tiny no. piece of paper there? No, I did. I think I had one more. Um... Berlusconi joke? No. <laughs> well, what's the... I've forgotten the name of the town where the mine is. Beaconsfield. Yeah. Beaconsfield. You know, I, I keep know. seeing, uh, you know, the newsreader standing in yeah. front of the structure. Obviously, yeah. they've got one on each corner. They've got seven's corner, yeah, nine's it. corner. Yeah. And you just go, I just so wish the front line was still on. I, I, just, I always remember, whenever these things happen, I always remember that scene where they're deciding, the uh, reporter is deciding whether he should be kneeling or standing up with his, uh, <laughs> with his, with his jacket over his shoulder. Uh, when they get out, a siren's going to go off, but of course no one's going to hear it down in Tasmania. There you there go. You go. There Take there that where you go. Uh, Frontline, Series 2 and 3 are out on DVD and just looking better than ever. You've got to rent them or buy them, whatever you do these days, kids. Uh, also, Thank God You're Here is on tonight on Channel 10. That's correct. And hello to the bloke, the double amputee who's climbing Mount Everest. Have you heard about him? (laughs) He snapped off one of his artificial legs and he's forging on. Doesn't that make those normal mountain climbers look pretty damn lazy? (laughs) Edmund Hillary, just not trying. So good luck to that bloke. Have we had any updates on the... um, the, Cardboard mask banded in no, Adelaide. No, not today, mate. Adelaide, you know, let no. us know, mate. All right, we need to know. Go to the website, uh, give us an email. Thank you once again for coming in, Rob. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I think the key phrase today was floss casingle. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with Andrea Powell. Come on. And it's all thanks to Census 1234. That's a good invention. Do it.